Welcome back. It's Haruka again. Today, I wanted to talk to you about minimal water bottle basics. Before we go into that, I am in early January 2021. By the time you get to this episode, I'm sure we're going to be well into 2021. But I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here. And I hope that whatever, I know that a lot of people set um, New Year's resolutions and a lot of times that could include decluttering, owning less things, cleaning your house, maintaining a sort of clear space in your head and in your physical space. That was kind of weirdly phrased, but you know what I mean? It can include things like working out, cooking more, um, eating out less, or maybe eating out more or saving more money or going out more, although hopefully not in 2021 if you're not in a COVID-free space, but it can be so many things. And a lot of it has to do with things that minimalism can affect. Some people might be striving to be more sustainable, shop more local. And I hope that this podcast can help you in whatever you're trying to achieve this year. But please, a reminder, be kind to yourself because the best way of making those goals work and last long term is to take baby steps. We love baby steps um, and babies too. So with that, let's see, how can I twist this? So babies need hydration. They always have a bottle around them. So with that, we're going to go into water bottles. I have a little bit of a problem around this. If you know me and or if you've listened to one of the episodes in which I've talked about my tea coffee collection, or rather a tea collection and coffee disappointment of a stash, you will know that I love both. And I'm also a big like hydration fan. I'm always the one who in the friend group, I feel like there's always that one hydration kid in any large friend group. I sure hope so. I sure hope I'm not alone, alone on this because I am that kid. And um, I guess I'm not technically a kid anymore, but I have a large stash of water bottles of various kinds, water bottles and thermoses, thermi. I can never figure out what the plural form of that is, but let me walk you through what I have or what I have had over the past few years, rather. Some of it I have had to go through for one reason or another, and I can explain it as well. So I've had about three stainless steel, or they're not I don't know if they're stainless steel, but some sort of aluminum type, uh, metallic texture, water bottle, um, some of them freebies. One of them, a impulse purchase that I feel very guilty about, but we were getting kicked out of Paris that day or the day after, I believe. And I was feeling sentimental. So there's that. I have two thermoses or have had over the past few years. I have had Actually, over the past five or so years, I have had probably three plastic water bottles and two glass water bottles. And that's not including my mugs, everyone. As you can see, I have a problem there because I only have one mouth. To justify, there are a couple of factors to keep in mind. First, I tend to carry around two beverages at any time. So um, generally, that's a water bottle and a tea or coffee. And under COVID, I haven't really had to use these portable um, water bottles and thermoses as much. But when I do go study somewhere, I tend to stay in one place for a long time. I tend to get really cold no matter what season it is because in the summer, indoors are too cold in the U.S. And so I carry around both. So bear that in mind. So it's kind of like you got to divide everything in two in a sense. But that really doesn't justify it. And I do also have different purposes for different items. For example, one of them is a straw tub water bottle. If that makes sense, it's the plastic kind that you can quickly flip up and take a sip from while you're on the treadmill and the gym. 
So that's kind of the purpose for it. And it was also free. Also, a good number of these water bottles were gifted or free. And so it's not that I'm buying water bottles left and right. Uh, actually, the only things that out of that I've spent my own money on is two sort of one and two halves complicated. Yeah. So I have my excuses, but still, it's a lot. And of course, in accumulating all of this, I have done my research. I know which water bottles are good. And if I am ever to go out and buy a water bottle again, I know what I have my eyes set on. So I'll kind of talk through how I plan to declutter this chaos because while I do think I have a problem, I also know that a lot of, especially households, tend to accumulate a lot of water bottles, especially if you have kids of various age ranges. Or if you attend sports events, you might accumulate a lot of water bottles. And a lot of it can be the lower quality plasticky ones. I've, I'm sure I've had those along the way. I think I have had those gifted from organizations and whatnot. And yeah, you need to figure out what to do with those. So let's start there. So what I think about water bottles is that fundamentally, it's really important to make sure that the material you're using or interacting with is either something that you're very confident and comfortable with, if you can afford it, or that you're limiting your exposure to things that aren't quite as fabulous. So in my case, my ideal setup will be I have one gym water bottle as in under non-COVID circumstances, the machines that I do wind up using, I'm not a huge workout person at all, which you would know. And you're probably laughing at me if you know me in person because I'm not working out at all at the moment. But um, excuses aside, I think that the flip top sort of easy to use accessible water bottle is helpful for that scene, right? And then thermoses are really helpful for me because I get cold. So we've established, and I also have a caffeine addiction, not seriously, but maybe I should actually look into that. And so I do need a thermos. That's pretty much established. And then I need one bottle bottle for hydration if I am ever to regain my driver's license or if I am to continue to have this sort of short distance commute, then I will stick to my glass water bottle because I'm far more comfortable with that material. And glass water bottles tend to be fairly affordable compared to the fancier water bottles, like the water bottles we will be talking about later. That said, I broke one of my glass water bottles. I'm very sad about it. Um, it was beautiful. It's the most beautiful water bottle I have seen. I wonder how many times I can say water bottle fast and not go crazy on this episode. We shall see. But yeah, glass water bottles, pretty uh, healthy. I like how the water tastes much better in glass water bottles than plastic or metallic. I have, I'm have i very oddly sensitive about how liquids taste in certain holders. Like I can tell when a mug has been in the cabinet for a while. It's very, very odd. I don't know why. I hope you don't have this problem too because it's really annoying because then there's certain mugs that have stayed in the cabinet too long and they can't use it. Therefore, they continue to stay in the cabinet for longer. It's just a bad cycle. But, um, so my ideal is to slim down to those three. I know that's not little at all. And I imagine that most minimalists have only one. That doesn't really work for me and my lifestyle. I hope to narrow it down. If I really have to, I will narrow it down to one thermos. That would probably be what I do. But I don't like ice cold water either. I'm very picky. I have no explanation other than privilege of living in a developed world and having the fortune of being able to pick up all these different apparatuses. So that's what I expect for myself. Um, For those of you who have a lot of those school provided, this probably primarily applies to the US. Sorry, everyone else around the world who does not produce as much trash as those of us over here in the US. I say us, but I 
I have this odd sense of, can I even ascribe myself to this us? But I think I do in the sense that I participate in this consumerism of things that don't need to be consumed. And it's these plastic water bottles, um, not just plastic. I've also gotten free stainless steel or aluminum, whatever metal that is, that's really cheap water bottles as well. They're very convenient because say you're going to on a hiking trip or something, you want a water bottle that you don't want to worry about losing maybe. That said, if plastic water bottles are your thing, because they're very convenient in some ways, they're very light, they're very durable, then please consider going for the Nalgene's of the world. I had one of the Nalgene's, but like a um, logoed one with an organization, a whole nother boarding school story. And I think that what I heard was they're so durable that they cannot break. And that's actually pretty sustainable. And it's also good for you. While plastic, I'm not a huge fan of. If you do choose to go the plastic route, going for something that can't be as easily beaten up means that A, you're not putting as much plastic into the landfill or wherever you toss out your plastic. So that's good. And then also the fact that they can't break, meaning hopefully they don't really clack, means hopefully they don't like leak out unhealthy chemicals. I don't really know the science behind it too well, but I know that scratch the plastic is not fantastic either. So I hope that you are spared of such damages and that you are able to, I don't know, hydrate well and healthy and also carry a lighter load because I understand that for certain purposes, like hiking, a lot of my peers enjoy it and I just don't really. So it's the first thing that comes to mind, of course. I understand that that's the most convenient thing and it makes sense. And I would rather people stay hydrated on those trips. Or even if you're just going around town, if you won't carry anything but a plastic water bottle, then that is okay. That is totally okay. And I personally would much rather you stay hydrated in some form, some shape or form than not at all. So please do so. Thanks. (laughs) But for those of you who are not quite into that, and maybe you already have a water bottle or two, if you are at a U.S. university, my guess is that you've come across one water bottle or another. Either you've purchased it yourself, someone's gifted it to you, you've gotten it through your sports teams, or your university has had events where they hand it out. You probably have one, but if you don't, or if those aren't materials that you're comfortable with, or if you're looking for a gift, or if you're basically bottom line is, I don't want to ignore the fact that we are going to be looking for we as in let me say I, I am going to be continuously engaging in consumerism. And that's not something that I can really rid myself of. And I don't think that trying to do that is very possible for me. So I'm kind of trying to pivot. It's like those baby steps mentality. And I want to talk through a couple of good options that are more sustainable than others and that you might consider investing in. First of all, let's acknowledge Hydro Flask is a very widely celebrated drinkware. I don't have one. I've seen a lot of people have one. I've contemplated getting one, but there are a couple of detriments to it. First of all, when I did my research, metallic or stainless steel materials they don't taste as good as glass water bottles like the water that comes through it i mean so there's that um hydroflask is great for maintaining temperature which is why that's something that's pretty important to me um, because of my aforementioned coldness all the time so i considered it for that reason i know that a lot of environmentalists really like them um so there's that but hydroflasks are really heavy they're really heavy i don't know how they do that I mean, I do, because if you're in the U.S., if you drive around places, it doesn't really matter how heavy your water bottle is. 
But if you are like me and like to pursue the walking life, aka can't drive, I can drive. I just can't reverse, and I don't have a license at the moment, so that poses a little bit of a problem. I don't really appreciate the fact that it's so heavy that it could break my back. And if you've stuck with this podcast for a while, you will know. And if you haven't, I'm just going to tell the story. If you have, I'm sorry that I keep telling the same stories over and over again. But this is me in a nutshell. I'm a grandma. So I love you, my two grandmas. Um, (laughs) I have a weird back. So carrying the lighter load is pretty important to me. And um, you know how I upgraded my backpack pretty recently to prevent myself from carrying a lot of load. So getting a Hydroflex seemed a little bit counterintuitive. I was also worried that it would not fit in my backpack, even though I think I found a model that does. If you do buy a hydro flask, I recommend the, I think around 800 milliliter one. That's like fairly, four hydro flasks is not too ginormous and carries a good amount of water. So if you're not able to easily access a water fountain, but you are still in the city area, please also, if you're a hiker or something, please don't apply these tips and thoughts into your hiking planning. I'm sure you won't because you know that I don't know anything about it, but please stay hydrated and all that. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on Hydroflask. They're not bad. They're just a tad expensive and a tad heavy is kind of the bottom line. I watched, I think her name is Grackles, someone on YouTube who does these videos about really various things. And she's hilarious. Um, And I think she does a fantastic job. I think it was Grackles. And I'm not really a comedy person for entertainment, but that that one got me. Her and I think Heart... Heads is the other one. I forget exactly her um, YouTube name. But anyway, so going back to what Grackle covered, she talks through various water bottle options and she tested them. Um, and of course, the plastic cheap ones performed really poorly and the Hydro Flask did perform really well. But the other thing, the other water bottle that performed just as well or actually a little better depending on what item um, or what testing item, like heat, durability, depending um, on which category, was the swell bottle. And that's the water bottle that is the highlight of this episode. I wish, I wish uh, this were sponsored, but it's not. Um, it's not sponsored by Hydro Flask, by the way, in case you couldn't tell. And the swell bottle is woman-owned. It's well-insulated. It goes for the gym to the office because I've observed the Swell bottle and people using them. I don't own one, by the way. Um, I've also touched one multiple times or touched multiple ones multiple times. You know what I mean? Uh, I've always wanted one. And I think that it's perfect because you can get different tops. So some tops have like a little um, twist top. So you remove it every time and you can hydrate. Some tops have like a little push end so you can push it and then the other side opens up and you can sip on it. So that works well for the gym. Um, I would personally go for the traditional twist top. I'm sure there are other tops too. I just don't really know them. But yeah, um, if you're going for a lower price alternative to the Swell bottle though, please make sure that it's not a Swell ripoff. So not something that looks exactly the same that has a name like, well, it wouldn't have a name like Smell, I would hope, but something like Oh Well or I'm not really feeling copy, copy, catchphrasey creative today, as you can tell. But please don't rip off this beautiful business because I believe they donate to some sustainability-oriented organizations. Um, Swell Bottle seems to be a fairly good organization and companies like Causebox that focus on products that are meant to be good for the earth in some capacity. I know there's some criticism out there for them, but the Swell Bottle seems to stand up for the most part. And I think that they're doing well. And I support the fact that they're a woman-owned business. And 
I fun fact. So in Japan, we have this water called Irohasu. If you're from Japan, you might know it's this very standardized. It became very popular, and you might think, "What do you mean water became popular?" Right? It's just a plastic water bottle, kind of like the spring something waters that you see in the U.S. and The story behind it is fascinating. Their water bottles are really thin, kind of like the U.S. ones, but in a more delicate sort of. It feels fragile, but they're very durable, and they hold up normally. Is what I mean. Japanese plastic bottles and water bottles, generally,、um, the disposable ones are very sturdy. Like I keep reusing them because they're so sturdy, and I always kind of wondered why Japan, a country that cares so much about recycling and Sustainability in a way, in a more ingrained way than the deliberate thought kind of way, has those. And apparently, whoever created the Irohasu water bottles that popularized water thought the same because they thought, why don't we just cut down the plastic? Saves the company money, saves the environment, or helps at least not hurt the environment as much. And it's lighter.、Um, you can fold the water bottle. This is the. Impressive part. As you go through the water, you can fold it gradually and like make it tinier in your purse so that it doesn't take as much space. And that's such a Japanese thought to like fold something up as you go. I love it. It's beautiful. I know there are reusable water bottles that are like this lately. I've seen them around in glossy showcases. But I just love the fact that oh, and the reason why this came up with the women on point was because this was also woman developed, and. I just, I just love it. Okay, that's a little baby feminism moment for you today. Moving on. So, if spending about thirty-five dollars, I think, is what swell bottles go for generally, is not really your cup of tea. It's not really my cup of tea either.、Um, I also suggest looking to glass water bottles. Granted, they're a little bit scary for me. I'm very klutzy. I drop things all the time. I fling things around. I run into things. I Yeah, ram myself into things, so it's a little bit dangerous. I've broken one, but glass water bottles generally are cheaper. The water tastes fantastic. They are easier to recycle because, like with a swell water bottle, it comes with a stainless steel inside, but then the exterior is like this different material and it's insulated, which is fantastic. But also, that does mean that you can't dispose of it as well. So. If you know, I think that in terms of sustainability and minimalism, it's really important to just be true to yourself and understand how you behave and accept it. And you know, if you know you're going to be bored of a water bottle, say in a year, you know it's going to happen, and there's no helping it at all. A good first step would be to go for a product that's easier to recycle, rather than attempting to stick with a product that you know you're not going to stick with anyway. So, if that applies to you, then a glass water bottle might be a good option. So. One water bottle that I'm aware of comes from Uncommon Goods, and this one is adorable.、Um, it was a gift from someone very dear to me, and it has time markings so you can see how much water you're supposed to be drinking, and it tells you to refill when you get at the bottom. That makes a great gift. It's really cute and sustainable and beautiful. Make sure you're not getting water bottles to people who already have a lot of water bottles and who aren't continue are still on the hunt for more water bottles like I am. Oops. But yeah, my big thing about glass water bottles, pro tastes better, con breaks easily. But guess what? Guess what? The thing about glass water bottles is that there are some glass items around you that, especially if you live in the U.S., I don't know how what materials things are made of in other countries, but that is super accessible. 
that is also very trendy and it costs nothing to turn into a water bottle. I'm sure some people already do this, kind of, but maybe not as a water bottle. So let's talk through this. So it's the pizza jar. I mean, not the pizza jar. Oh, gosh, the pasta jar. <laughs> so for your run-of-the-mill pasta jar, they usually come with a lid and they come with a body. And on the body part, which is the glass part, you usually have paper. So you get that part off. Um, and to do that, I generally try to peel off whatever I can by hand and try to peel it as completely off as possible. And then what I realize is that you can soak it in dish soap overnight. And that kind of does the trick for the most part. And then you do a little scrubbing and it's off. If you are not able to get all the sticky things off, then you can stick it in the dishwasher. See if that helps. If you have a dishwasher, if you don't, then as you use it, it'll come off. Um, I'm sure there are a billion other ways you can get this off. And I've seen a little hack or two in a sustainability shops, Instagram reels, I believe. If you hunt online, I'm sure you can find this information. But basically, there are ways to remove all the labelings from it. You might have a little bit of labeling on the lid, but you can always decorate the lid with little stickers or, I don't know, spray paint it. Is that safe? I don't really know. Um, I hope it is. If it's not, please don't do it. And right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm sitting in front of my own former pasta sauce jar, current water bottle. And what's great about this is that it's free. So that's the most sustainable. Well, obviously not all things that are free are sustainable, but in this case, I bought it for the pasta sauce and I'm too lazy to make my own pasta sauce. Apparently I'm working on it. I have friends who do it, so I should too because as close to raw or basic ingredients as you can get. Generally speaking, it's better for your body, better for the earth. But as a college student, this is a shortcut I'm taking and I might as well be upfront about it. And I get this jar out of it and it's beautiful. Um, it goes very well with my now metal straw water with lemon juice aesthetic, I guess that's what it is. Um, it keeps me hydrated. These things are pretty huge where I have one of the bigger ones. So it keeps me hydrated throughout like a morning or something like that, which I love. And you can also do this, of course, with any jar or anything that you have really, as long as it can hold water. Just be careful about the plastics and also flavors come off poorer from plastics. So I would recommend jars if you have those at hand. But what's great about this is you can also I'm a little bit particular about what drinkware I use. So I would never, even if this glass can withstand heat, which I don't think it can, but even if it could, I wouldn't really drink tea from this, as in like hot tea, because that would be unsafe, I think. But this goes so well with the like iced cold brew vibe. I don't really know how to call it. You don't need to go out and buy, oh yes, this is the other thing. You don't need to go out and buy a bell jar. I did that once. It was so expensive. I wound up using them as gift wrap, which I had not really started on this whole minimalism thing, but it was already in my head apparently. And I think professors, the teachers I mean at my high school liked it. I hope so. If you didn't, I'm really sorry, but they were pretty bell jars. So I hope you use them in your kitchen maybe. Yeah. And you don't need to buy those expensive things. Sure, they're cute. And if you won't, again, use these jars otherwise, then yes, feel free to go out and buy Jabelle jars if you're going to get the use out of it and if that's an investment that you think is meaningful. But where I am right now, if you're like me and if you're going to just move in a couple months, um, you don't know where you're going, I think that this is a fantastic option. And afterwards, you can give it away to people who want it because I feel like people nowadays really want jars because they're great. They're so convenient. You can put anything in it. Um, I have a couple of other jars hanging around the house serving as butter holders, lemon containers, you name it. 
and I really love it. So that's my current fad, I suppose, what I really enjoy. And with that, I'll end this long episode about water bottles. I hope you enjoyed. As you can tell, it's one of those things like stationery that I'm a huge fan of. And I hope you enjoyed me rambling on about it. Please stay tuned. I guess the whole like and subscribe thing, but in podcast form, I'm on Instagram at minimal moves by H. And I hope to see you there too. Always open to suggestions and feedback in the DMs and comments. With that, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye, minimal moves. Bye.